You're listening to ZZ Talk, a father-son generational podcast where we talk about entertainment, culture, and a variety of other subjects from the perspectives of both Gen Z and Gen X. I'm Noah. I'm Greg. And this is ZZ Talk. Hello and welcome to the show. So today we're going to be doing one of the things we do best and that is criticism. And while criticism is not a personality trait by any means, it is certainly making for some very interesting conversation. Okay, uh, let's reframe this already. Uh, we're not the 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 podcast the podcast topic is not criticism. But to an extent it is. It's because- discussion about whether things are overrated or underrated or, or appropriately th- rated thoughtful discourse one one might say however right, that's better um, than criticism okay absolutely so um we're going to be giving, i thought i was the cynic well you know i'm your son so obviously right. you know by proxy i have to be a, a little bit a little bit jaded of course right but okay. um uh go ahead and tell our audience what we're going to be doing today um, okay so first and foremost i have to admit that i've sort of borrowed this topic from our friends over at the flamingo room Uh, from an episode a few weeks ago, but I thought it was an intriguing way to spend maybe 30 minutes, right, Noah? 30 minutes talking about certain things that are a part of life and whether or not we believe they are, they, they meet the hype, they exceed the hype. In short, are they overrated? Are they underrated? Or are they appropriately rated? In other words, do they just sort of meet our expectations? So, We've got a variety of things. Noah has a list. I have a list. We have not, as usual, compared lists, and we are going to share them with one another. But I'm going to ask uh, Noah to start us off. So what you got? Sure thing. So if there's one great thing we do, it's talk about movies, and I want to talk about more. But right now, we're going to start with Aliens, the sequel to the 1979 original Alien. So this one was directed by James Cameron, and I think I've given a few of my thoughts on this before, but James Cameron as a director, for some reason, he's just really never gotten to me. I think I just recently rewatched Aliens because I was curious. Of course, I enjoy a lot of movies in the franchise. I think it has just not aged very well. Um, I think uh, I watched the HD version of it, so that could have been to its detriment. It sort of highlighted some really obvious sets and paintings in the back. And it sort of felt like the horror aspect was completely removed, which is kind of what started the series in the first place. Now, I know a lot of people actually cite this as perhaps an even better movie than the first one, but I disagree entirely. I think this one is fine at best, probably a six. It's got some good lines in there. And of course, more Ripley is always a good thing and Sigourney Weaver. But uh, overall, I thought it was really just almost boring and I thought the pace was a little bit odd as well there's great camaraderie with the marines and you know how they just sort of jab at each other but it just isn't (laughs) as good as everybody online or in person really says it is so I think it is highly overrated that is aliens which came out in 1986 I believe all right well I'm just going to say to you that I think it's overrated as well Uh, largely because nothing will ever compare to that first film and the shock and awe that occurred as a result of one of the early sequences. Not to give it away, but most people who've seen the film understand what I'm saying. So I'm just gonna say Aliens has to be overrated because Alien is, relatively speaking, underrated. And I will say this one last thing. 
if the more you see of the monster, the less scary it gets. And that especially goes for this movie. As is the case with everything. Yep. Of course. All All right. right. Well, we're not going to spend as much time on every single thing, Mm -hmm. but since we're talking movies, I'm going to throw one out. And it's my only one on my list. Mm -hmm. The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, I think our audiences definitely know how we feel about this one. Um, I would say it is definitely overrated. Um, I don't dislike The Empire Strikes Back. It is probably the Star Wars movie that I've seen the least aside of the new movies. But, you know, episode four set the tone for an incredible franchise. And I think it has sort of like one of the best I guess openers to any franchise been episode six was the perfect way to cap things off. I felt like it added enough new, like very original concepts to it while also sort of completing that story arc for the characters we know and love the most. But we discussed that in our first episode, Empire Strikes Back is good, but it is not nearly to the almost masterpiece level hype that many people uh, credit it with. So you are saying the Empire Strikes Back episode five. Yes. Is overrated. I do believe it is overrated as a massive uh, with Star a, Wars fan. With apologies to my friends Chris and Alan, I would agree. All right. So we're going to go ahead and have another scorcher here. I'm going to go with the TV show. And that is The Office to me. I believe The Office is overrated because, hear me out, when we talk about our favorite moments from The Office, we usually don't cite season one. It's usually seasons two through, I would say, five. That's when Michael is really at his peak. Then Michael leaves the show around season seven or eight, if I'm not mistaken. And we're really left with fine episodes where you enjoy them. It's comfort watching, but it's not necessarily really funny, you know? And then Michael comes back in the final episode. But at the same time, I think most people's fondest memories of The Office are through those three or maybe four seasons, which are generally considered, you know, what makes up the quality of The Office. So I think in terms of the entire show it is overrated in that sense but you know many people will probably disagree with me they like the later seasons just as much as the earlier seasons so you're saying the office once again is overrated i believe the office as a complete series is overrated all right well i am going to say something and it's not going to be popular all right you know how i feel about the office i certainly do. I love the office mm-hmm. but do you know that i've never seen beyond season five I keep watching uh, seasons one through five because I know how good they are. Um, In fact, as early as recently as this morning, I think I was watching Money Part One, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, where they go to um, Shroot Farms, uh, Pam and Jim. Mm -hmm. But I would agree. I would say to you that overall it is overrated only because I know that Michael leaves. And although I have seen very few episodes without Michael, I know that without Michael, the show uh, struggles. Consequently, I would say to you as a whole, it is overrated. Of course, everybody loves Jim and Pam and the supporting characters, but who's the one actor you think of when you think of The Office? Michael Scott. That is correct. That's All right, correct. go ahead and give me your next one. All right, I'm moving, on, I'm moving away from uh, the media here for just a second. I'm going to ask this question. Um, is, are these overrated or underrated? All right. Audiobooks. Audiobooks are underrated. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think they're overrated. And here's why. why. Is that? Um, now, I like the convenience of an audiobook because you can walk, you can take the dog for a walk, you can run. Well, maybe some people listening to an audiobook. But I just prefer the whole notion of an actual physical book. I believe it or not, went to Barnes Noble for the first time in about five years yesterday. Mm-hmm. And just so you know, 
because no one has seen, no one apparently wants to work these days. They close at six and there were three people working there. And one of them was in the Starbucks. So it was a very unhappy experience. And I left looking for a book, holding that book and leaving without that book. Hmm. So well, we actually books just... overall are underrated. Audiobooks are overrated. Yeah, to an extent, I guess, you know, audiobooks are similar to podcasts. It's just like learning a bunch of information, but over a long course of time, because I mean, there's so many podcasts that are maybe, you know, three, even four hours, like the Joe Rogan experience, but I haven't listened to an audiobook in a while, but it is very convenient. Um, I would definitely say it's worth the hype. It's not underrated, but it's definitely not overrated either. Okay. All right. Um, So uh, my next one is also not going to be film or television. It is going to be Panera. Where would you rank that? Oh, I can't even tell you how overrated I think Panera is. Mm-hmm. That's a really, really good one because Panera is so overrated. I, I, I can't even describe how overrated it is. All right. Well, I will admit. Am I, I clear? Got a, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I got a little bit of help <laughs> from the internet to form um, my opinion on this one. But when I was a child, I loved Panera. Their bagels were always really good. And I always liked their cinnamon toast crunch uh, bagel that they had. But over time, it felt like they were getting worse. And I did also learn that Panera, uh, Panera often gives you, if you go later in the day, the uh, bagels that are going to go stale. Their food is not really very good on the menu otherwise as well. And very and, overpriced. And somebody on uh, Reddit said, I'm a freelance contractor. And every once in a while, I have to go to a corporate place to work. They always buy lunch, which is cool. But nine times out of 10, it's Panera. It's a small step above Subway, in my opinion, but everybody acts like it's literally the best food there is. And he said, I uh, get forced to have a tasteless tuna sandwich solely based on the fact that they advertise themselves as a place where business professionals eat. And I think that's where Panera does what they do best is there's sort of like a classy uh, esque aura to Panera, I would say the way it's laid out, you know, it's more than a coffee shop, but less than an entire bakery, I would say. Um, I definitely feel relaxed in there, like I would in a Barnes and Noble or whatnot, but I just think it's overrated and I don't think it's nearly as good as it was 15 years ago. I completely agree with you in every sense of the word. Now I will say what's interesting to you, to me about what you just said about um, it, it, what is it? It, uh, caters to business people. It caters to business people because I think they, their marketing actually sort of props it up as something that's a little bit more classy or sophisticated more so than it actually is. Yeah. Well, I say that's interesting because when I travel for work, I do find myself migrating toward Panera largely because it's a step, a step above fast food. Uh, it has some healthier options, especially Mm -hmm. since the pandemic and every fast food place dropped all the healthy stuff. It's just odd. But anyway, um, but I've really very seldom found a Panera that I found very clean. Um, So if you're a Panera lover, I'm sorry, this is opinion based, of course. Um, I don't like their coffee, but there is a coffee. They do make the very best hazelnut, um, no, caramel latte, hot caramel latte. It is worth every penny and it's a lot of pennies um but that's that's the saving grace for me is panera that and the drive-thru you know i'm I'm a big fan of drive-thrus i feel as if generally speaking people are pretty split down the middle on panera but i think we know where you and i fall of course all right right. what do you have all right well since we're on restaurants i'm going to throw one out and you know how i feel sure thing texas roadhouse so I, I don't know where the other markets for Texas Roadhouse are. I would imagine, you know, there's quite a few across the eastern seaboard and, you know, 
maybe not up north, but you know, they're around there. It's, you know, it's a big franchise. I think I personally think it's worth the hype. It's very reasonably priced food, super fast. And it gets you, it's not quite a steakhouse, but the steak there is good. And the hamburgers are good. The rolls are great. You know, the green beans are fantastic. I always liked the sides. I don't think I've ever not enjoyed a trip to Texas Roadhouse. It's been more so like, okay, you know, this will be fine. It's not going to be amazing, but it's never going to be bad. You know, that's always been my experience. So I think it's rated where it should be. Hmm. Okay. I, 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 Texas Roadhouse is so frustrating to me. I, I can't even discuss it. So let's just move on. Fair enough. And I know. Okay. All right. What you got? All right. So up next, I have German chocolate. Um, we may be German. <laughs> Let me just start right here. In it's ancestry. overrated on every level. <laughs> and you know, it's funny because I think a lot of people like German chocolate. It, it, it's it, it's so gross to me, though. I remember whenever we well, got coconut in it. That's the problem. Is that coconut? Is yeah, that what I it think is? That's what it is. I can't do it. <sighs> coconut is the bane of my existence. It's right next uh-huh. to melons with me. Um, yeah, I certainly think <laughs> I, I, I certainly think it is. And cucumbers uh, for me. That's for Chris and Donna. I'm right there with you. So uh, moving on from German chocolate. What do you have? <laughs> All right. Uh, switching it up a little bit here. Um, let's talk about Disney World. Disney World. Overrated or underrated? Are you talking about the physical place or are you talking about just Disney as Disney? No, the physical place, the tourist destination, the place you learn to walk, Noah. You know, I think it's rated probably about where it should be. Now, I know there are Disney fanatics and I know there are people in their forties who are considered Disney adults who, you know, lap up every single bit of, you know, Disney that they can, but there is a reason why it's called the happiest place in the world. And when you really read about all that goes into Disney, the things that it's you actually don't the happiest see, place on earth on earth. Yes, yeah. of course. All the things that you don't see behind the scenes that what the cast members, the way that they have to sort of, you know, perform their duties and the small secrets uh, that you can like read online. There's, there's a lot of mystique around, you know, sort of Disney's like operation, but I think overall the parks themselves are super cool. You know, I love myself some Epcot. I've always loved Hollywood studios, um, which was formerly MGM. And then magic kingdom is great too. We ran a marathon over there. I would say it's rated right where it should be. It is truly an exceptional place. And once you really think about it, I mean, besides how expensive it is to go, there's so much on offer that you really, if you can, or if you're interested, you have to go at least once in your life. I, I, I definitely think um, Disney is rated where it should be. I think it's at least rated where it should be, if not underrated. I know that a lot of people just don't understand this, but, um, and I will have to say that it's been about five years now since we ran our marathon there, but um, Disney is a pretty special place. It has special memories for, for us as a family, mm-hmm. but I think more than anything, it is just so mind-blowing to think that you know, they have created a world like that for our entertainment. Um, and it's become what it has, right? So pure uh, escapism. Me, uh, yeah, pure escapism and big fan of a lot of things, Disney. Um, looking forward to going back uh, with uh, some friends pretty soon. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm just going to do quick, uh, two quick and rapid succession here. They're both food. Uh, cheesecake, number one. Uh, overrated. Overrated. Ever understood cheesecake. No. Overrated. Uh, and then Nutella. Nutella was originally advertised as something that is healthier for you than say peanut butter or I guess other chocolate spreads. And to an extent that's true, but you know, it's one of those things where it's like, 
yeah, technically it isn't giving you all the fat of peanut butter, but there's no nutritional value here. So besides that, and the fact that I don't think Nutella tastes good at all, hazelnut is just not for me. I think it is vastly overrated in so many aspects and people will probably want my head on a swivel for that. But I mean, I, I, I never understood the hype. I never did. Well, let me be clear. I do not want your head on a swivel, but I think Nutella is very underrated. I love Nutella. Do you I really love to eat it by the spoonful? Yes. And I, I actually know. prefer the store brand. The target brand is better than the actual Nutella brand or whatever brand it is. Um, but yeah, it's so good. Interesting. So good. And I put it in my protein shakes, which makes it super healthy, right? Well, I suppose it's just how you mix it, but I mean, I'm sure it's not spread over a piece of bread. No, 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 no. I'd rather just eat it by the spoonful. (laughs) All right. I got a couple for you in rapid succession here. Cool. So I'm going with condiments. What do you think? Condiments Uh, in general, across the board. um, Given how many people just don't like ketchup and mustard, I would say condiments are underrated. I, it's very hard for me to have almost any meal without some sort of, I don't know, dip or like, I love honey mustard. I love brown mustard. I love uh, regular mustard. I love ketchup. I love chipotle aioli. I mean, I even like ranch now. I don't like mayo, but I just really, really appreciate how condiments complement a meal in many ways. And I, like you know, I have to have any meat-based dish I must have with hot sauce. Almost anything I eat has to be with hot sauce. So I would say they're underrated in that regard because there's a lot of people that just opt without them. Uh, Well, I'm just going to tell you one thing about condiments. Yeah. They soothe me. Okay, next. (laughs) Dogs. What's that? Dogs. Dogs. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I love dogs. Um, I would say they're right where they should be. I mean, of course, there's people who don't like dogs, but I think that's a minority of people for sure. Um, I mean, I don't know many people who don't love them. So, I mean, and I love them myself. So, they're right where they should be. I think they're underrated. I, your mother made me a dog person. I like cats as well. Um, I, can I think you like dogs more than she does now. I think I do. Yeah. I sort of fall for our dogs, don't I? Yeah. Um, and so big fan of dogs. Uh, sent you a podcast last night of um, sort of the science of happiness and, and how dogs impact our happiness and our stress levels and all of that sort of thing. Well, so with our two huge dogs, I should be stress-free, but I'm not. So Well, you're living in a two-dog household and I'm living in a two-cat household. There you go. So all right. I definitely miss our animals. Yes. All right. all right. What you got? Give us a couple more before we wrap it up. All right. Um, I say pumpkin and anything is extremely overrated. We've talked I agree. about spice lattes, I agree. this and that. Yep. Never, never understood it. And then uh, just to go off something else, Tetris. Tetris is one of the is is one of the, if not the original game, aside of Pong, I suppose, that just became incredibly popular and is still being released to this day. But it's the same thing over and over. I don't really like puzzles. I mean, I don't know, blame it on my brain, but I always thought it was just incredibly boring. You know, it's fine for five, ten minutes, but people play it for hours sometimes. It's just like Angry Birds. It's good, but I never really understood the hype. So I think it's way overrated. I'm going to have to say it's overrated too, because, you know, I can, I get about 10 minutes of enjoyment from video games and then I'm ready to do something else. So um, for me, I'm going to have to say it's overrated. You might've played 10 minutes of video games since the Atari. So, well, ever since you got rid of Tiki mini golf, but that's a whole nother story. All right. Fair enough. Um, All right. Let's see. I am going to put up Arby's and Chipotle. What do you think? I think they're both completely overrated. I think I've been to Chipotle 
maybe three times in my life and never think to go. And we actually have one here. Mm -hmm. uh, and Arby's, I think I've been to twice in the last 25 years. Yeah, Arby's is F tier. Uh, roast beef is nasty, especially in fast food. And, <laughs> F tier? Um, I hadn't uh, heard that one before. Oh, yeah. Uh, horrendous. And Chipotle, I think it's vastly overrated. People just love themselves some Chipotle. Always they make do. them feel bad. They charge way extra for guac. And if I'm being honest, the food quality varies so much. Sometimes it tastes slightly better, but a lot of the time it's just like, I could get something better at most. And if you know, if most tastes fresher, then you know, there's an issue there. There's a huge issue there. All right. I got a couple more here because um, I'm enjoying this rapid fire thing here. Mm -hmm. uh, concerts. Concerts. Um, I would say they are, I would say they're underrated because there's a lot of introverts who actually don't really, I'm an introvert myself and I've been going as to am I. I haven't been to 20, 30 concerts like a lot of my friends. I've probably been to about 10, maybe 12 in total, but I'm really enjoying just sort of the live experience. Now that might be based off the fact that literally we could almost not be anywhere in the past year, but concerts are really special, especially if you are, you know, going with somebody else and sharing that sort of passion for the music, for the artist, for the genre. It's just, you know, maybe like going and seeing a movie uh, with somebody else who, you know, loves that series, franchise, director, whatever. I think concerts are super special. So I think they're underrated. I think they're overrated. And here's why. Um, I've been to, you know, we, we had a, I think we had an episode on, we did have an episode on concerts that we've seen. And, um, you know, when you're 6'4", like I am, it's really hard to stand up because you block people and they don't like that. Uh, and secondly, I also like to go to a concert and hear the person or the people or the group or whomever sing but I, in my mind, I want the recorded version because that's all I know. And usually the live version is not as strong because obviously there's technology in the, in the studio that enhances everything. So for me, the concert going experience is, is utterly disappointing. So you know, I, uh, I think they're overrated. I used, What's to that? There. I used to not like the live versions of songs. I used to uh -huh. wait for the recorded version. And in many cases, it's still true. But I think live versions, when they're good, are so special. I think the uh -huh. rawness of just, you know, performing it without all those extra effects and you know time production in the studio can be a really special thing and when an artist does that correctly i think that's fantastic so um i think that's something that we sort of uh disagree on now but i've got a, i've got some more rapid fire um fondant oh totally overrated it's gross yeah get out of here don't like all it right. <laughs> um and then any oreo based desserts what do you think hmm you know, I'm not the chocoholic that you are, so I'm going to say uh, uh, way overrated. Uh, yeah. Uh, Domino's introduced an Oreo-based pizza about 10 to 12 years ago. I was so excited for it. Still to this day, top five nastiest things I've ever eaten. Uh, Grace, I can also credit you with Brussels sprouts. Um, thank you very much for that experience. Totally underrated. I love Brussels sprouts. Just Ugh. don't remind me they're baby cabbages. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I don't like them still. All right. What else you got? More right, I got a couple more here. Uh, the beach, the beach. Uh, I would say, even though I love it overrated, um, the beach is much better served when you're wanting more, when it's a vacation, if you live there the entire time, then I guess that sort of specialness is gone to you to an extent. Uh, at least at this point in my life, I'd much rather spend a week at the beach rather than three months. Yeah. Uh, the beach for me is totally overrated. I enjoy the beach. Um, I could live at the beach in my retirement, but I just don't get how people are fascinated by the beach. It's fine but I can't sit on the beach for longer than a couple of hours without being bored. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Um, I think, uh, Give me new, two girl, more. 
New Girl, you have not seen that. I think it's nope. incredibly overrated. Uh, let's see. Oh, X-Men United. X-Men 2. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen it. but That you was know your favorite. I, you know how I feel about the X-Men films, so I'm going to go with underrated. Yeah, I think it's far overrated. It's considered the best in the franchise, and they spend way too much time in like an underground tunnel sort of sewer area, and I remember there being a flood. I thought it was so boring, and I think the third X-Men movie is actually better than that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also say, uh, let's see, Argo, overrated, underrated. Ben Argo I- the film? Yes. Oh, completely underrated. Fantastic film. One of the best. Interesting. Okay. Yep. And then right. what? finally, Wet Hot American Summer. Stacked cast. Incredible. So overrated. Oh, my goodness. It was not funny at all. Didn't laugh once. Didn't even crack a smile. Me and my friends were watching it. We were so hyped for it. Did nothing for me. I haven't seen the Netflix show, but no. Oh, I've only seen the Netflix show, and it's it's ridiculous. So I would say it's overrated, but I didn't mind it. It was just mindless entertainment. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, all right. I've got two. So you're done with your list. I've got two more, and then we'll we'll move into uh, check it out. I am going to ask you about running. Is it overrated or underrated? Uh, running. Um, I would say it's probably underrated because let's admit there there's a lot of people who like running, but there's not enough people who do it for their cardiovascular health. Um, it varies, you know, some days I love running some days. I'm just like, I never want to do this again. Um, it's, I I do think it is underrated in that sense because most of my friends, they're just like purely like I'm going to go lift and they don't even want to run a mile. Mm -hmm. So I would say to an extent, if you're a runner, then you're probably mostly a runner, but if you're not a runner, then you probably don't run at all. It's kind of one extreme or the other. Yeah. Well, I think running is completely underrated. Um, I think it does me a whole lot of good, even though the entire during is painful. Mm-hmm. Um, I find the benefits are uh, far superior to the uh, negative aspects of it. So with that, I will ask one more. Netflix, overrated or underrated? Netflix. Um, I think it is about where it should be. I probably use Netflix the least of any streaming platform, but you got to hand it to them. They were the first. They have so many different things that they throw at you, new shows. And sometimes, a lot of the time, they're garbage. But you know what? They throw so much at you, like reunions, and like they revive shows, and they've still got all these movies, and I'm still like, I have nothing to watch. That's my personal problem, not Netflix's. I mean, they're doing the work, and they deserve to be as popular as they are. I might not use them very much at all, but they're about where they deserve to be, in my opinion. Okay. Well, in my opinion, Netflix is underrated. Netflix just makes me happy. It is my most used streaming service because I think the variety is so is so good. And I think that the quality of programming on Netflix has improved fairly dramatically in this last 18 months. So for me, um, I'm a big fan of Netflix. I'm going to say it's um, underrated. All right. Sounds okay. good. All right. So with all that, we hope that uh, we have um, generated um, a lot of goodwill mm-hmm. <laughs> with our listeners because we shared our opinions uh, as uh, strong as they are. But um, of course, we have to do that for the uh, benefit of the pod. So Noah, it's time to check it out. What you got? All right. Um, you can go ahead and go first because I just realized that my check it out was something that I said last week. Uh, I could do a little bit of a twist on this and say, don't check this out um no 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 this is called check it out so all right you go first all right my check it out this week is not surprisingly mm-hmm. a tv show 
and it's called Title Town Title Town High. Mm-hmm. And this is a um, reality TV show on Netflix that is eight episodes, and it is essentially the reality version of my very favorite television show ever, which is Survivor. No, reality television. You watch no. them. it over. Friday Night Lights, I'll just tell you what it is. Oh, okay. So anyway, this is uh, based in Valdosta, Georgia, where apparently there's not a lot going on other than football. And um, it's essentially the life and times of uh, high school football with a new coach seeking to bring the championship back to Valdosta, which has a storied football past. Uh, It's a lot of fun. It's uh, an interesting take on youth and um, society today. And, uh, you know, even though I'm not a football fan, uh, there's some entertaining football in it. So with that said, Title Town High on Netflix. All right, cool. Um, so this one is uh, a bit different. So if you're comfortable going back to the theater, um, I think you should check this out. I really want to see this movie. Um, and I know that some of our audience has probably seen the original, but the new Candyman came out on August 27th, and it's only available in theaters. But it is produced by Jordan Peele, who is known for Get Out and Us and, of course, Key and Peele. So he's been a rising talent for a very long time. And it's directed by Nia DaCosta. And this is her first uh, feature film. And uh, it's pretty incredible. This is the best performing um, Black female directed movie that has come out in only about a week or two. So pretty cool that it's setting records, especially in the theater. It's getting excellent reviews. It got a nine on IGN. And I believe that Rotten Tomatoes reflects that uh, in the 80s or maybe low 90s. I think it's about 85. Yeah, exactly. And audiences are loving it as well. So Have you seen it? I have not seen it, but I really, really want to. I haven't been back to, I haven't had a chance to go to the theater, um, I guess, since... I guess Spiral was the last movie I saw in the theater. And that was um, one of those Saul movies. But... Uh, I I saw Malignant uh, on Friday. Uh, that wasn't a theater experience. That was an don't movie. don't say anything more. I haven't watched it yet. Don't no, don't. <laughs> okay. I already know. I already know. But I'm going to try to endure it. Don't say okay. anything more. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Watch it anyway. But Candyman came out. So uh, check that out if you like Jordan Peele at all, or if you want to see a sort of modern twist on an original classic. The uh, actor who played Candyman is also, um, I don't know if he's reprising his role in this, but he also makes an appearance here. Um, It's supposed to be great. Both critics and audiences are loving it. So if you like horror, like we do, or even uh, just want to check something out in the theater after not being there for a long time, go ahead and give Candyman a look. I want to see that, but I'll I'll wait until I can watch it from my couch. I do too. It was delayed from... April 2020 to up to now. And I remember I was really excited to see it. And I'm also a little scarred from Jordan Peele's last film, which I thought was nowhere near what everybody thought it was, but us. You saw us. Yeah, I was just not not a fan of that one, but I did enjoy Get Out and I've enjoyed his earlier comedy sketches too. So, okay. and he also did the Twilight, a few episodes of the Twilight. Yeah, I know. I wanted to see that, but I didn't see it. Yeah, so they're pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, so thank you so much for listening. Uh, We tried to condense this a little bit more, but uh, unsuccessfully, unsuccessfully. (laughs) But yeah, um, uh, we appreciate your 
understanding of where our criticism <laughs> fell on some of these topics. It's opinion-based. We're allowed to that. We're of course. And that. we encourage you to challenge us. Absolutely. Right. So interact with us on social media. I promise I'm monitoring it. And so is my dad, but um, I'm not necessarily doing that much advertisement right now. But once we, you're out of graduate school, once you're out of grad school. Of course. Well, I we should have asked ZZ Talk, underrated or overrated? In my opinion, woefully underrated. At the current moment, I would say so, but perhaps we're a little bit too biased to be talking about that. Okay. But uh, regardless, I'm Noah. I'm Greg. And this is ZZ, ZZ Talk. Talk. Closer, not quite. <laughs> Almost.